3: or wherever you get your podcasts. Hello and welcome to episode 291 of the VEASAN Market Insights Podcast. I'm your host, Josh Applebaum. Happy Thursday, Thursday, everyone. We have a ton to get to today, guys, after uh, a little bit of a slow day yesterday. And again, uh, I'm still upset at... Coastal Carolina, not only do we beat the closing line, get it plus five, that thing got to all the way down to four and a half or four, uh, and obviously Coastal gets rolled in that one. Uh, but I think we got a good bounce back night tonight with, with four uh, NIT games here. So, again, we're waiting for the Sweet 16. We still have a, a bit of a wait here. You know, we still got a couple days, the first round, uh, or the, you know, the Sweet 16 returns here on Saturday. So there's a couple games I wanted to talk about. Um, number one, with an injury. Uh, that I noticed with Syracuse and Houston that could affect the line. Uh, It was a side that we'd been talking about, and it makes me like it even more, so I'll update you on that. Uh, There's also another uh, interesting line move. We'll talk about Florida State-Michigan because I'm seeing a little bit of movement here. Another side we talked about uh, that you may want to grab now before it gets worse. And I'll also let you know that I am surprised about a move for Oregon-USC. I guess I'm not too surprised because I knew buyback would happen at some point. But another interesting move in that one as well. So update you on all the Sweet 16 action coming up here. Uh, excited for a big night here, of course, with uh, four college basketball games, the NIT quarterfinals. Yes, the NIT is still being played. We got five in the NBA, uh, and we have 11 NHL games as well, guys. So it was a decent night in the NHL. Finally got back to our, our sweeps there, clean sweeps, 3-0, and which was nice with Minnesota, Pittsburgh, and the Jets late night. Uh, see if we can get it back in the NBA. NBA was kind of annoying. Got the Phoenix over, but um Denver money line. Ooh, I knew we were in trouble and this is the importance guys of um you know looking at late line movement because the Nuggets were sharp pretty much all day. They opened minus 2, got all the way up to 3, but then about the last half hour before that game started, you saw an absolute uh tanking of that number. The the uh the Raptors got up to plus 3 and then I would say the last hour or so, you know, 45 minutes, 15 minutes the Raptors went from plus three to plus one and a half, so that was really, really meaningful. I knew I was in trouble as soon as that uh, that smart money uh, came in here. So uh, here's the other thing: when I talk about NHL, you know, I think with hockey, as long as you have the goalies confirmed and you have kind of a grasp of the systems that we're using, um, you know, favorites off a loss, uh, home favorites, you know, minus two hundred or more. A lot of these systems that we like, you know, back to back, take the favorite, um, you know, off a loss first opponent off a win, rested situations. You know, you can bet some of those NHL games earlier in the day, uh, and usually you can get some good numbers. Uh, When it comes to the NBA, I feel like you got to wait until the bitter end here, guys. Sometimes you'll jump on a number early, and you'll beat the closing line. But a lot of times with load management, with guys being in, guys being out, you know, we were talking about um, James Harden there with the Brooklyn Nets and the Jazz. Uh, That line uh, (laughs) jumped absolutely massive. It was like some books were, I think Jazz, like minus 8.5, got up to 10.5. Then once you knew Harden was out, that thing got up to thirteen and a half. So again, the importance of tweet deck. If you had you know hit the Jazz minus ten and a half right when the Harden news breaks, you use your tweet deck to your advantage. Um, you know in the end it didn't matter because they end up winning by uh, by what thirty points there. Um, but that's just the importance of of waiting late here because the NBA is a sport that I don't think you can put your bets in at noon uh, for all these games that are seven and eight p.m. You have uh, late sharp movement like that Raptors movement. You also have injuries, load management. Uh, just a lot of unknowns. So, again, you know, NBA is, is the one sport I think we're waiting uh, to the latest possible second is important. Also because we talk about it all the time, but, um, you know, limits are low when the first when lines first come out. And, and there will be early moves, but there's late moves as well. And those late moves are always the most meaningful. So, you know, I love looking at, I, you know, stare at these lines all day uh, and I break down all these games. And, you know, I fill my notebook up every day. Another another page full of uh, full of, of numbers and lines I'm looking at. Uh, But I think one of the most fun parts of betting on sports is that last hour, that last half hour, that late movement. I can't stress that enough, guys. You know, if you're staring at your odds page, you know, from 6.30 to 7, getting ready for all the 7 o'clock games to start, and you start to see some movement one way or the other, that's always a good sign because that's when limits are highest. Big money comes in, and I like that late movement. It's not always going to hit. But oftentimes it does, so uh, that's just my word of caution with the NBA, uh, where uh, you know you might see you might see some some late moves that go the other way. So wait it out. Uh, but I'm excited NHL, huge NHL night, guys. Um, I'll tell you right now, you know we love our favorites. I have two dogs in the NHL. Can you believe it? Uh, dogs were barking up a storm first day, uh, first three days of March Madness. Uh, I almost always talk favorites NHL, but I see two juicy dogs. So just get ready, a little plus money in the NHL tonight. Uh, but I'm excited to talk about all of you guys, NIT, NBA, uh, NHL. It is going to be a big, big, big thirsty Thursday here as I as I turn my notebook page. Um, but I'm excited, as always, to break down these games with you. Um, so first off, uh, number one, uh, housekeeping, as always. You know, we have so much to offer at VEASAN, not just the podcast, which is free, not just the newsletter, which is free, VEASAN.com slash newsletter. Um, all the appearances, you know, on um, you can download the, the free app and listen to uh, all the shows at vson.com. but if you want to take the next step if you want to really become an educated better you want to you know figure out how do I set my own power ratings and um you know how do I get insider analysis and look at uh you know str- you know strong data to uh, to increase my win percentage um, get the takes from a lot of you know respected wise guys and sports who have been in the industry a long time what you want to do is sign up for a VEASAN membership so we have our uh, our March Madness point spread weekly that just came out if you go to slash subscribe you will get access to every point spread weekly magazine. Uh, you also get um, all of the live streams. You get all the afternoon best bet emails. You know, guys, you respect or or don't respect. That's okay too. But you can tail fade whatever you want. But I love knowing you know what's uh, what's Greg Hoops Peterson on tonight. Um, we were both on Coastal and that did not come through unfortunately. But uh, what's Matty Humans on tonight? People that I respect, I, I know that they've put a lot of time and effort into their plays. And I tell you what, guys, you know if, if you're um, if you see these 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 best bets from people at VEASAN, and then the afternoon email, they put a lot of time and thought into it, and they they got their reputation and their money behind it. So that's what I like. There's no locks, no guarantees, but I like knowing uh, certain games that people like. And my guy, too, uh, Andy McNeil in the NHL, uh, who does a great job, but uh, you would get that afternoon best bet email with the VEASAN membership. Uh, Also 20% off the store, all of our betting guides, uh, full VEASAN.com access, but go to VEASAN.com slash subscribe, 10-day free trial, see if you like it, give it a shot. Uh, Of course, get on Twitter, uh, not only is Twitter important if you're monitoring uh, on Tweet Deck, a guy like James Harden, he's out, boom, you hit the, the jazz and you cover that thing by 30 points. Um, but it's also just staying plugged into a real time betting market, following sports books, following, of course, at VSon Live, our mothership here, tweeting out great content all day. You can also follow me at Josh underscore insights. You can hit me up anytime via DM or email me, josh at com. Um, again, I got some emails I got to reply to here, but, uh, slowly, but surely, uh, I will, I will get back. That's my, uh, my news resolution was, uh, was get better at replying to emails, but it's my, it's my uh, Achilles heel, I guess. Um, but hit me up anytime questions about, you know, betting philosophy, contrarian, sharp action, um, you know, questions about a game, or maybe you got booted from five times. You want to open up a new account so you can have multiple outs, um, and shop for best for better numbers. Let me know. I can get you referred. Uh, hit me up anytime, Josh at joshatveason.com via email, and uh, and I'll help you in any way that I can. Uh, but with that being said, guys, let's enter the arena. A huge thirsty Thursday. I actually really like the slate tonight. Um, NIT, NBA, NHL, we got a lot of games to get to. But I first wanted to mention a couple um, Sweet 16 games that caught my eye. So I think this is important. Um, and, and again, you know, we're in the process of uh, looking at the movement all week long. It's almost like betting on the NFL. Um, you know, obviously key numbers aren't as big, you know, really in the NBA or, or basketball in general uh, as they are in, in the NFL, but just because your method of point scoring is different here, you know, it's not a three and a seven and a six all the time, you know, it's uh, a free throw, a two pointer, a you know, a three. So, excuse me. So again, those key numbers aren't as important, but it's more of tracking how a line opens or what it opens at, how it moves, where it moves to all that stuff. And and again, I think you're going to pick up on some subtleties that, Uh, you'll say, okay, boom, this line opened, it got here, there was buyback here, or maybe there was no buyback. Again, like Ohio against Virginia, and, uh, you know, Rutgers against, uh, who was it, Houston. Those games are the ones you love as well that are consistent from start to finish. Um, But just a couple games that caught my eyes, we get closer here. Uh, Number one, if you were looking for an Oregon State plus seven, uh, you just got it. Some books did move six and a half to seven. Uh, So, again, that opened at uh, Oregon State plus seven, got down to six and a half, it's back at seven. Um, I, I wonder where the next move is here, but uh, I'm on Oregon State and I did take the seven. That's what I was waiting for, so now it is available here. So the Beavers, again, I've been comparing them to the Tampa Bay Bucks. Uh, a dog getting points in every uh, conference tournament game, March Madness game, winning outright. I like their style. They match as a slow paced dog, 56% ATS, uh, and dog that with a uh, line move either stays the same or moves in their favor, uh, 57% here. So if you're looking for that Oregon State 7, it is now available if you're interested. Uh, a couple more that caught my eye, uh, Syracuse and Houston. So I got down on Syracuse here. Um, I actually I had a book that was the minus 6, minus 115 with Houston, and here's something that I do. Um, I don't buy points. I don't think it's worth it. But if I'm getting a plus 6, like a, here's a perfect example. Buying points long term is not going to be beneficial because uh, it doesn't make as big of a difference as you think. Um, and also you're just cutting into your payouts by paying more juice, uh, and limiting what you're going to get back. Um, but what I do is I only buy points in certain situations where I'm getting a low juice and I'm buying a half point and it's kind of just bringing it back to regular juice. If you know what I mean, like here's an example, um, Syracuse Houston, that opened Houston plus uh, minus six and a half. It's down to six. So we saw some money hit Syracuse here, but my book was uh plus six minus one Oh five for Syracuse. So you could buy that half point, bring it to six and a half, uh, go from minus 105 to minus 115 or minus 120. To me, that's kind of worth it. You know, you're getting that extra half point. Also because that was a triggering number that that Sharps hit Syracuse at, the hook with the six and a half. Now if they lose by six, you cover with the six and a half. So if it was minus 110 or minus 115, I'm not buying a half point. I'm just taking the number because, you know, juice anything minus 120 or below. uh, I don't really want to pay anything minus 120 or higher. But again, if it's plus six, minus 105, and I can get the half point and take it to minus one fifteen. I'm okay with that. Um so that's what I did. I got Syracuse uh plus six and a half at minus one fifteen, moving that from my book. That was minus one hundred five. But here's the kicker. Number one, Syracuse, uh, slow madness dog, uh, madness dogs of the line move all matching here. Dogs in general, 57%, um, with a movement towards Syracuse. But here's a here's a little added bonus. Um I saw this quote, um, and again, the importance of being on Twitter, um, not for the, uh, the madness and the craziness and the and the trolls, but for getting information that could help you win a bet. Um, this is from Pete Family. He said, uh, just spoke to Houston head coach Kelvin Sampson, who said that Dejon Giroux hasn't practiced the past three days. He's hoping he'll be at 70 to 75% for the Syracuse game. Quote, I expect him to play, Sampson said. It's just a matter of how close to being adequate he is going to be. So this guy Giroux, if you've watched any Houston basketball, he's probably maybe their best player. Uh, other than that other guy Grimes. Um, but he's like 10, 5, and 5. He's a senior. He's a really important player, and and he's hobbled here. So maybe it's gamesmanship. Maybe he's 100% and Samson's kind of, you know, sandbagging us on this one. But Giro has been limping off the court. He's looked a little off. If he's going to be limited, I think that's a benefit here to Syracuse. So this is a long-winded way of saying, you know, Syracuse, if you still find the uh, the 6.5 out there or a, or a plus 6, Plus one, minus uh, minus 105 and you want to bring it up to six and a half. I like Cuse even better with this Giro injury. Uh, and then last uh, two that caught my eye, Florida State, baby. Uh, the Seminoles continue to be very, very sharp. And guess what, guys? We talked about Florida State, obviously playing Michigan here. Michigan's a public play. It's a Sunday game, 5 o'clock. Uh, this game opened, Michigan minus three. It is now down to two and a half, which we knew. But guess what, guys? This ain't going back to three. This is coming down to two. So this tells me one, I love that you know I jumped on Florida State plus three, um, and is now down to two and a half, and it's even moving to two. I see two books already down to two. I see a couple more that are juicing up the um, the plus two and a half to minus one fifteen. But this thing is moving. This is an indication that even at two and a half, you're still getting some bites here at the apple from wise guys. So uh, this would be a madness dog with a line move sixty one percent slow pace dogs uh, a defensive tourney team system that I have. All matching Florida State. So if you like uh, Florida State here, you would have loved the, the three. But even at two and a half, it looks like money's still coming in on Florida State. That's notable to me. So I like that. Here's one that I don't like. I kind of thought maybe you know we were bound to see it. I'll be honest, guys. I love USC, and we're starting to get some buyback here on Oregon. So if you like Oregon, this is a sign that, hey, you're starting to get a little money coming back their way. So uh, number one, you look at USC, they open minus one and a half or minus one at some shops. They got all the way up to minus two and a half. They never got to three, but they're actually trending toward three. But guess what? Uh, this line is now back down to two. And I'm even seeing some shops that are inching down to one and a half. So I money line USC. I think I money line them when they were minus minus one forty. Um, so I made my bed and I'm going to sleep in it. And, I, and Ken Palm still has USC winning by four. And I'm glad I took the money line. Didn't lay the two and a half. Um, again, I'm paying a little more than I want now because the money line now uh, depending on what book you're at it's like minus 132 uh, minus 130 um, but this thing is bringing you know coming back a little bit here so if you like Oregon you may want to get the two now because it may go down to one and a half if you like USC um, you know you're probably just gonna wait maybe it gets down to one and a half and then you money line at one and a half and maybe you get a minus 125 something like that so again I'm feeling great about my Syracuse six and a half I'm feeling good about my Oregon State seven. I'm feeling good about, I'm feeling great about my Florida State plus three. I'm starting to get a little worried about my USC, my USC money line. Again, this is, a, you're getting buyback here on the Ducks. But I still kind of like the fact that Oregon's off that huge win over Iowa. USC is kind of flying under the radar. They're ranked higher. Ken Palm's got them by four. But again, it may be a situation where when that line got to two and a half, you know, you had some sharp people say, hey, you know, Oregon plus two and a half with the hook. That's a little bit of value here. Uh, and again, they played great, but. Um, I still think this is a USC play, but again, the line is coming back here a little bit uh, toward Oregon, and that is notable. Uh, so just a couple updates there with uh, with college hoops. So uh, let's keep on grinding, guys. I want to jump into now some college basketball for tonight. Um, we have a lot of interesting numbers here. There's going to be some conundrums, okay? We have some discrepancies. We have lines going one way. We have Ken Palm going the other way. Um, I don't know if we're all going to agree on these games tonight. They're a little, they're a little weird tonight. I'm going to tell you. Uh, so let's see what we can find. Let's see what we can get down on tonight. Uh, number one, I have to start the night, a Ken Palm sound, the alarm. We have a Ken Palm sound, the alarm with Richmond, baby. Uh, I'll tell you right off the bat. Um, this was this, this is line movement toward mississippi state so this is your nit quarterfinal your first game six o'clock game uh you saw this line open mississippi state uh minus two this thing is now up to minus three and a half so you've seen a full point and a half move move toward mississippi state uh, that is telling me that you're getting some respect and money on mississippi state here um grant golden again we've got to talk injuries with richmond their best center here he's out uh blake francis is questionable he's their best player their guard i think he's averaging like 15 a game He's questionable. I, see, I saw that he did practice, um, so we'll see if we can get in on this game. Um, but guys, this is a uh, a line move toward Mississippi State, which I think is respected money. But now we're getting into a Ken Palm sound the alarm value play territory situation. Uh, so Richmond, Ken Palm has winning by one point. So you're getting a plus three and a half on a team that's you know Ken Palm has winning by one. You also have a uh, Richmond team that's ranked higher, sixty three versus seventy six. This reminds me a lot, and I'm going to see if we can get some revenge for that Toledo game. Remember Toledo against Richmond? Uh, we killed the closing line there. I think, what was Toledo? Like, I want to say they were plus one or pick them all the way up to minus five. I think we may have money-lined them at, like, minus one, minus two. Um, and, and Richmond won the game outright. So that's, you know, there there's things that happen that, you know, are unpredictable here. Um, I think if you're, if you like Mississippi State and you like the move, I would go money-line at this point. But I'm going to trust in Ken Palm. I'm going to take a Ken Palm sound the alarm. Uh, I'm going to take an inflated Richmond plus three and a half. Again, line open at two, point and a half uh, of inflated line value. Ken Palm sound the alarm has him winning by one. Again, you would love this guy, Blake Francis, to play. I mean, the perfect scenario here is you grab Richmond three and a half now. Francis is upgraded to probable. And you see this line drop down to three or two and a half. Um, But I think this line, this movement is so big that uh, at this point you're getting a bad number lay in mississippi state and really all value is now on an inflated uh, richmond spot and again richmond lost both these guys their two best players against Toledo, and won the game anyway so maybe maybe we get lucky from that uh, situation regardless but uh, i did take richmond plus three and a half inflated line ken palm sound the alarm has him winning by one here uh second game nc state and colorado state so this is going to cause a lot of confusion here so um technically you could Sound the alarm with Ken Palm. I'm not going to do it because I'm actually going to go against it. I know it's tough. NC State, Colorado State. Uh, Ken Palm has Colorado State winning by one point. Um, but, guys, this is a low number, and it is a very sharp move toward NC State. Uh, I'm going to lean with the market here. And I the reason why I'm leaning with the market is, number one, I've seen a lot of consistent, sharp action in NC State. I've also seen everybody and their mother betting Colorado State. Um, they're the higher C. they got a better record. But it's a really sharp reverse line move to NC State. I'm seeing like you know eight out of ten bets on Colorado State here. Yet this line moved from a pick'em to NC State minus one and a half. So if this line was at you know three, three and a half, a situation like Richmond, then I would say yeah, Colorado State at that crazy of an inflated number um, would have some value here. And again, if you like Colorado State, this is a Ken Palm sounding the alarm. Technically, he's got them winning by one, and you're getting plus one and a half. So I don't mind that. But I'm going to go a little different here. I'm going NC State on the money line. Again, uh, you may disagree with me, and that is okay. I don't think this is a perfect game to diagnose. Uh, But I am money lining uh, NC State minus 125. What I like about this one is just the sharp movement. You know, a really lopsided play. Uh, Everyone betting Colorado State, but line moving NC State. I don't think it's gotten away so far that you're getting a bad number here. You know, it's a pick to minus one and a half, even though everyone's betting on Colorado State. So you can flip it. Money line's minus 125. Uh, I'm going NC State here. I also like that. You know, you got to think about where these teams come from. Uh, NC State, uh, ACC, pretty good conference. Colorado State, Mountain West. You know, I would consider that a little bit lower of a uh, of a competition. You know, in terms of the strength of your conference. So I like that move. I've seen a lot of sharp action. Again, if you like Colorado State plus the points, I don't blame you. Uh, but that's pretty pretty wise guy money there to, to uh, NC State. So uh, I'm going to chill with the good fellows and I'm money lining NC State to win the game uh Boise and Memphis uh I was looking at a um so number one there was a bit of a move here toward Memphis uh, a lot of these books opened minus four got up to four and a half some books were four and a half down to four now it's back up to four and a half um I was leaning Boise State here plus the points I like that uh Palm had him losing by three and we're getting a four and a half so to me that was a little bit of an actionable edge there also had one system I wanted to mention uh looking at the past decade I actually, you know, dug up this old system I had. Nit quarterfinal dogs. They're thirty-five and twenty-four. ATS fifty-nine percent. So a little bit of value on Boise. Um, you know, if you tell me you like Memphis, you know, I, I don't blame you. You did see buyback minus four up to four and a half. But Ken Palm has a three. I can now get the hook on Boise four and a half. And uh, a lot and pretty much, you know, books were four and a half down to four, back to four and a half. Some were four up to four and a half. But um, it does look like anytime Boise had the hook, you had a little bit of money hit them. So again, not the perfect play there, but I was leaning Boise State four and a half. Uh, and then last game of the night, um, this is another tough one for me. Uh, this, this is going to cause another conundrum. La Tech and Western Kentucky. So this one opened with La Tech uh, as a one-point favorite. This line is now down to a pick em. Um I was looking to buy low a little bit on La Tech um, this would be a money line play for me, or, um, I see one book at minus one Western Kentucky. I like that the, the majority of bets are leaning Western Kentucky here. Um, yet, uh, you know, you can, you're, you may be buying low on a dip here with LaTeX. So if you're getting law now, I would consider a money line play or a spread play, you know, and here's another tip. If you're, if your game is at a pick'em, um, you know, compare the pick'em price to the money line. So I'm looking at a pick'em minus one ten both sides. Um, this book is minus one ten with the money line as well. But sometimes you'll see a little bit of a difference. Like a pick'em will be, you know, minus one ten, but the money line will be minus one hundred five. Uh, here's a good example. I'm looking at bookmaker. This is a, uh, a global book here. Uh, bookmaker with a pick'em is minus one ten both sides. Bookmaker money line is law Tech minus one thirteen, Western Kentucky minus one hundred seven. So if you like. If you like Louisiana Tech there, you're taking the pick 'em minus 110 versus the minus 113 money line. Sometimes you can save, you know, three or four or five cents of juice there. But um, again, this is a tough one here. Um, I was looking to money line or uh, pick 'em, La Tech. Uh, Ken Palm has Louisiana Tech ranked higher, 78 versus 92. He also has La Tech winning by two points. So a little movement here toward Western Kentucky, uh, but a team winning by two. Now you're getting a, a money line or a pick 'em price. Uh, with a higher ranked team and La Tech, pretty good defensively here. So I was leading La Tech, but I'll be honest with you guys. You know, um, there, there are some conundrums today. You have Ken Palm one way, you have lines going the other way. Um, I would go with your gut, go with your intuition. You know, I wouldn't, uh, I wouldn't blindly just tail everything I say here. I think you got to tonight is a night where uh, you may want to wait for late movement. You know, you may want to see how high you can get an inflated line, see how high it'll go up um, again. This isn't a perfect play where, you know, I don't know, like, a, you know, a team is minus one. Ken Palm's got them winning by four. They open a pick them. Now they're, you know, now they're minus one. You know, there are, there are dif- discrepancies here today. So use a little intuition. Uh, and again, if you disagree with some of these plays, that's okay. Because I'll be honest, I kind of went back and forth on a few, few of these, particularly that NC State, Colorado State, and that La Tech, Western Kentucky. Because Ken Palm's got one thing, market's going the other way. I would just think about what edge do you have? What number are you betting the game at? And, uh, and I would try to, um, you know, kind of uh, either – so here's here's another thing. Lay off these games where we have, you know, different uh, different takes on them. That, there's nothing wrong with that, too, because I do love the NBA board. I love the NHL board as well. But uh, we're going to take a very, very short break. When we get back, uh, we are going to run the board NBA-NHL. So I uh, hope you uh, hope with that 3-0 night last night. I know it was down NBA and uh, college, but uh, I like going into tonight. Tonight is a sneaky, huge NHL night. I'll just tell you that. And I love uh, a couple dogs, believe it or not. I don't even know if I've ever mentioned a dog here on the pod, but we had got a couple tonight that caught my eye. So don't go anywhere. Stick around. When we get back on a Thirsty Thursday edition of the Market Insights Podcast, we are going to run the board NBA and uh, and grab those hockey pads that, that have been out all night uh, trying to get the stench off with the window open. Uh, we're going to throw them in the bag. We're going to grab some dunks for Mom. Uh, she's going to drop us off uh, at, the, uh, at the arena, at the uh, – uh, at the rink and we're going to put on our pads. We're going to get out there and we're going to, uh, we're going to get down on some action here. So don't go anywhere. When we return NBA NHL on a thirsty Thursday with your buddy, your friend, Josh Applebaum, uh, sweating sharp contrarian plays no days off grinding, uh, the sharp contrarian philosophy, but don't go anywhere guys. We'll be right back to finish up the thirsty Thursday edition of the VEASAN market insights podcast.
4: Witness the dawning of a new era in automotive luxury Smart enough to anticipate your needs, even before you do. Every line, curve, and detail was thoughtfully crafted so everything for every passenger feels just right. Don't miss it. Mark your calendars and be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. 2025 QX80 coming this summer
0: Play for free at
4: LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy sandwich, but you're the Fileo fish sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it every time.
0: And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with
1: any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba. I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast, Mission Implausible. Do you think there are secret bunkers? That's just on my list of questions I have about Jesse Ventura. It's our mission to get to the heart of these conspiracy theories and figure out the why, the how, and especially the if. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.
3: All right, everyone, we are back at it on a Thirsty Thursday. So we started the pod updating you, uh, updating you all on some um, Sweet 16 action here. Again, some buyback here. USC, uh, some good movement coming our way toward Florida State. Uh, again, that Syracuse injury. Maybe you can uh, maybe you can still find a hook six and a half or a six. And then, of course, uh, talking Oregon State. If you wanted the seven, that is now available. But uh, now, after uh, again talking about NIT, which I think will, will cause some conundrums tonight. Let's go to NBA uh, because again, down night NBA. I was kind of annoyed. The one that hurt me late was Atlanta. At Atlanta, money line and the over, and neither of them hit. And I always hate when I double up on a game and lose both. It just gives me uh, a lot of heartburn there. But uh, I like the board tonight. We'll see if we can get back uh, a couple of these here. So a couple that caught my eye. Number one, I've seen some respected money hit the Blazers. So there's only five games in the NBA tonight. Uh, so I think we can kind of pick our spots. And the public's really going to load up on all these different games with, with fewer to choose from, I think the ticket count's going to be high. So you may have some uh, some good sharp action value and, and contrarian value uh, in your back pocket here. Cross your cross your fingers. But uh, Blazers caught my eye. Uh, this line opened. Blazers at the Heat. The Heat opened as a four-point favorite, um, and they are down to three. So even though uh, ticket count split, public really doesn't know where to go. You've seen this four down to three. Uh, that tells me at four, at three and a half, uh, you saw some money come in on the Blazers here. Both these teams are struggling a little bit. I was kind of looking at their recent history, uh, Portland, 25 and 18, Miami, 22 and 22. Miami has been weird. They started off terrible. Then they got really hot. Now they're kind of struggling again. They've lost, I think four straight here. Uh, you also have Portland who's lost two straight. I think you're going to have both these teams coming out, uh, trying to really turn things around. Uh, no rest advantage either way, but pretty, um, you know, pretty obvious move here toward Portland. So again, four down to three, uh, you're not getting the greatest number here, but if you still find a three, uh, I li- I like Portland there. Um, blazers as a road dog are eight and four ATS 67% this year, uh, road dogs in general, they're slightly profitable, barely 51%, uh, but road dogs, five or less, uh, 52%. So a couple systems there, uh, would match with this, um, with this, uh, this blazer spot. So I was looking at blazers in the points. Um, if we can, uh, if we can get Damian Lillard to go off tonight, uh, Knickerbockers, uh, got a big one with the Knicks the other day and they are back, uh, they're back at it tonight. So I'm looking at the Knicks once again. These teams played uh, a couple days ago. Remember we money-lined uh, the Knicks, and they, they crushed Washington by like 20. It was a 131-113 game. I'm going back to all the Knicks. I like this move. The Knicks opened uh, minus 2.5. They're up to minus 3. So you've seen some movement here toward the Knicks. Once again, the, the public is leaning, Wizards, and just can't wrap their their minds around you know hitting the Knicks as a favorite. But this would be a fade the trendy dog play for me. Majority of bets Wizards, but line moving to Knicks. Um, and I like this, uh, this undervalued Knicks spot. So I, I took Knicks on the money line. A uh, little little pricey, minus 150, uh, but that's kind of my limit there. You know, a favorite in the NBA, three or less. I like to go money line just off chance it's a close game, but a uh, sharp move to the Knicks. So I was looking at the Knicks in that spot. Uh, Clippers over. Going back to what the Clippers over. I uh, actually took the Clippers over last night. That was a play I added late. I was able to get that one. Uh, I kind of like the movement toward that, uh, that Clippers over spot. Um, I think it was like I wanted to say. I bet that game. I remember it's kind of a late ad for me, but it opened like 220, got up to 222, 221 and a half, and had some systems to that over. Um, so I was able to get that one. I'm gonna go back to the well tonight with this Clippers Spurs over. I'm a little worried second leg of a back to back that um, <clears throat> you might have you know Paul George or Kawhi Leonard rest here, load management. I hope they don't. Um, but as long as they're in and it looks like the the you know the market doesn't really worry too much again they could be a late scratch or a late you know back-to-back rest play uh, but this game opened 222 it's up to 223 223 and a half even uh, I took a shot on the over 223 um, system that I have here is uh, back-to-back overs um, are 53 percent but here's the key a back-to-back over second leg of a back-to-back in which the line rises it, it goes up at least a point 13 and 6 68 percent here uh, another system uh, over home team missed the playoffs versus a road team that made the playoffs. The over is 57%. So uh, those would both match here with that Clippers over. So I took a shot on that over 223. You may have a 223 and a half now, um, but the Clippers twenty-four nineteen to the over. So a little bit of over money. And you have had, uh, let's see, Clippers two straight overs and three of the last four overs with the Spurs here. So maybe we can get some points. And I like those second leg back to back overs. I like those spots. Uh, keep on cruising. Um, this one is gross and I, I feel really dirty, but I, I kind of like it. Sacramento Kings money line tonight. So, uh, the Kings killed me last night. I was on, uh, I was on Atlanta and obviously Atlanta did not come through, unfortunately, but I've seen kind of a, um, you know, kind of a, a buy low fishy number here, uh, with the Kings, they opened minus two and a half. Some books were three down to two and a half, but they're now juicing up the two and a half. Look, looks like it may go back to three. My question is automatically, you know, the Warriors are a dog against the Kings. That thing stinks. That smells fishy. Everyone is betting the Warriors here. Yet the Kings have held pretty steady at minus two and a half. Uh, obviously, the big thing here is the injury. You know, you have no Stephen Curry, and Curry the other night when we talked about no LeBron and no Curry, and we bet against both. Um, this is a totally different team without Curry. So you saw the the Warriors here last game. Philly had that cover, a nice cover, uh, minus four there. They won by ten against Golden State. Uh, they're now missing um again curry in this game and i like that uh this is kind of train your brain to think differently with these back-to-backs back-to-backs buying low second leg um are actually a little bit profitable they're 52 percent here uh so i'm gonna go king's money line uh win the damn game uh around i got a minus 145 but it's a back-to-back which we like to buy low into no steph curry and everyone's betting the warriors yet this thing is not down to you know two or one and a half it's really stayed where it's at and it's juicing up that that King side. So it looks gross, but it looks fishy. I smell a rat. Uh, The Kings are favored for a reason. I I like the Kings in this one. Uh, And then last one of the night, anyone want to lay the points with the 76ers with me? I'm looking at, once again, Operation Fade, Lakers without LeBron and AD. I just think they're a completely different team without LeBron. Uh, You know, they're holding holding on with LeBron, but now that he's out, uh, this team is really rudderless, kind of. So I like this move, number one. It's not a very lopsided play, uh, but this line opened minus 4.5. 76ers, it's now up to minus five and a half. I even see some sixes out there. I would have really liked the five and a half. Uh, that way they win by six. You know, you cover this bet. Maybe you get some buyback later. Maybe you get a uh, a dip down to five and a half. But even if you're dying to bet this game, um, again, the last move I saw was a lot of money on Philly minus five and a half. A lot of sharp money hit Philly minus four and a half, minus five, minus five. And a half. Those were the numbers that, that got hit. Now that it's at six, I haven't really seen anything yet. Um, but, I, I, again, I like that no LeBron. Uh, you also have you know no Embiid, obviously, but uh, you may get Curry and uh, Danny Greenback, a couple shooters there, and obviously you have Simmons. Um, but I like this spot for Philly. It's kind of a fade the trendy dog. Uh, pretty much rest is the same, but they've won three straight. Uh, Lakers have lost three straight, and again, this team without LeBron, I think, is a completely different team. So I'm actually laying the points there with, with Philly, ideally 5.5. Uh, now, the part of the pod, uh, the reason why you came. I know why you came, to talk a little NHL. Again, frustrating night in the NBA and, uh, and of course, that Coastal game, CBI. Uh, but decent night in the NHL, 3-0, guys. Minnesota, Pittsburgh, the Jets. I love the board tonight. I think tonight is an NHL night. Uh, I have a couple games I like in the NBA. I have a couple I like in college basketball, but I will admit I think tonight is a, t- a difficult night. Just the randomness of the NIT and then these you know kind of Ken Palm saying one thing, the market saying the other, I think it, it's a, it's a little tough. I love the NHL board. You know, if you're going to focus on one sport tonight, I think it's an NHL night. Number one just volume. There's 11 games in the NHL. Uh, we have a lot of system matches, and I think we have a lot of opportunities. And I actually see some some sharp dogs as well, which is something we don't talk about too much. So, without further ado, uh, first game on the board, Rangers and Philadelphia Flyers. I'm looking at the Rangers here, guys. Uh, I, I'm laying uh, a very short money line price on the Rangers. I couldn't believe this one. You know, some books had, like, a pick em opener here. I even saw one book that, like, this is probably off, but um, there was one book that was, like, plus 110, Rangers. You've seen this line completely flip toward New York. Uh, New York, we'll, we'll call it a pick basically, opener, minus 105, minus 110. But now the Rangers are up to minus 120. I see a minus 125. I see a minus 130. You're getting a lot of steam on the New York Rangers here. So I'm looking at buying low on the Rangers uh, with this line move. Number one, they get Igor Shesterkin back. He's their top goalie. So I think that's a benefit here. They've been playing well as of late. Uh, Road faves with a line move, 66% this year. Uh, You also have a uh, fave with a line move of 10 cents or more, 68%. Um, And you do have a rest advantage as well. So like that, the Rangers, um, they last played, what was it, the 22nd, Philly, the 23rd. So it's a short turnaround for the Flyers. Flyers have lost three straight. Rangers have won three of four. Rangers are playing better. They have a one-day rest advantage. They have a line move. They have a lot of steam. And they have their good goalie in Shesterkin. So I took a shot on the Rangers. Uh, I got minus 123. Uh, but I, uh, I'm i digging the Rangers here in this spot. Uh, Betris, not bet to win. Uh, Toronto. Looking at Toronto here. Minus 300. Again, it's pricey. You're laying your one unit. You're trying to get a third of a unit back. That's the key. Do not risk three units to get one. Because if Toronto loses, you're losing three. If Toronto loses, we just want to lose our one unit. That's the key with Betris, not bet to win. You're just chipping away slowly, block by block. When you're betting to risk, not bet to win, and you're saving yourself from, you know, you go 0-5, you lose 5 units if you bet to risk, not bet to win. You go 0-5 and and you bet to win, you might lose 10 units, 12 units. That's the key. It really saves you from from losing uh, on favorites here, and that's critically important in hockey because we do bet predominantly favorites here. A lot of systems match with the favorites. But I'm going Toronto here, minus 300. Um, Shop around, I see a minus 298. You know, again, nothing crazy, but might save yourself a little juice. There is a big distinction here with Toronto in terms of a rest advantage. They haven't played since the 20th. Uh, Ottawa played last night, the 24th. So this is a back-to-back with Ottawa. Um, and I would say, uh, you know, the Senators did it again, plus 165. Uh, it's it's crazy what the Senators uh, have been doing here. they got a terrible record, but I feel like they win these big plus money payouts every time. Uh, but it's a back-to-back. Toronto's rested. Uh, and also Toronto has Jack Campbell in net. And I don't know who you're going to get for a goalie for Ottawa. They've been a uh, goalie carousel here. But I have a lot of matches with Toronto. Rested fave versus a tired team, 70% this year. Uh, rested road fave two days or more, 63%. Big faves minus 200 or more, 76%. All matching here with Toronto. So give me Toronto minus 300. Again, trying to get a half unit, a third of a unit back. Bet to rest, not bet to win. Uh, Washington, give me the caps. I was waiting on Alex Ovechkin. He is uh, upgraded probably. He had a lower body. Uh, injury and he is in which is good but i'm going washington at home uh they opened around i saw some openers minus 170 minus 180 uh it's now up to around minus 190 minus 200 it's a little bit high here but again risking your one unit trying to get a half unit back Fave with the line move 10 cents or more 67 percent fave minus 150 or more uh high total six or more 69 percent uh and a fave off a loss 66 percent so and then you also have i believe this is a rest advantage for the Caps. The Caps last played the 20th. Yeah, Devils the 23rd. So Caps, awful loss, extra rest. Uh, a lot of home fave, minus 150 high total systems. Give me the Caps here, minus 190. Uh, I'm going back to Pittsburgh. Got a win last night. Uh, you can get Pittsburgh again. This is pricey, guys, but minus 300. Uh, I'm seeing some shops minus 310. Uh, you may shop around if you can get it minus 300. But, again, this is uh, a big number. Uh but I, I think there could still be value trying to get a third of a unit back. What I have here is a uh fave of the line move ten cents or more, sixty-seven percent. Again, this line actually opened around minus three hundred. Um or minus I see some openers like minus two eighty. Either way, this thing's been getting steamed. But what I, the system that I love here is a uh home faves on a second leg of a back to back sixty eight percent. Home faves minus one seventy five or more seventy seven percent. Um but the kicker is a system, uh, back-to-back, take the favorite, 41-19, 68%. So all matching there with, with Pittsburgh. See if we can get that one. Uh, now your favorite part of the pod. I have two dogs for you guys. <coughs> couple dogs here. Uh, and it is not the Coyotes. Are the Coyotes a dog? They're a va- variation of a dog. They're not playing tonight. Uh, but Chicago Blackhawks taking a shot on the Blackhawks as a dog. Uh, I like this play. I like the line movement. It opened at Panthers on the road minus 130. They're down to minus 120. Um, you've seen this line move toward the Blackhawks plus 120 down to plus 110. I see even some books down to plus 105. So consistent movement here toward Chicago, which I like. I also like that they open as kind of a short dog, and now they're becoming you know even even shorter. Basically, um, maybe a Jack Russell Terrier. I don't know. Maybe a, maybe a, uh, a hot dog here. But I've seen a lot of money hit Chicago. It's been consistent. It's been consistent from the start. It's moving in their favor. And what I like is no Alexander Barkov. Uh, Barkov is, I think, the captain, a really good player for the Panthers. He's out here. And also Bobrovsky is starting. Dreiger has actually been better. Uh, Bobrovsky's goals against, I think, is like three or something here. Um, But I like Chicago at home. I think you're going to get a good effort out of Chicago as well because, um, I've been looking at their recent performance, and they, they won their last game. They actually beat Florida last time, but I think they lost like four or five in a row before that. And this is a Florida team that's lost three of four, um, again, losing their best player, Barkov. So uh, give me Chicago. Uh, we're going to have to have a, a, a sound the alarm with a siren uh, woo, woo for dogs in the NHL, but I am going Chicago with a little plus money tonight. See if we can get it. My other plus money play, uh, the St. Louis Blues. I feel like I bet on the Blues a lot, and I feel like they never win for me. I don't know. It's anecdotal. I've cashed a couple plays in the Blues, but I just feel like they always let me down. Uh, This line is this line movement is slapping me in the face. Uh, This line opened with the Wild minus one thirty at home. They're down to minus one twenty. So you've seen movement here toward St. Louis. And again, hockey movement is is important, guys, because um, you know this isn't a public sport. Respected money is moving. Hockey numbers really not public, but you've seen the Blues go from um, a lot of these shops are like plus one fifteen down to plus one hundred five. The Blues also have a big rest advantage here uh the blues last played the 22nd and the wild are on the second leg of a back-to-back played last night Bet the wild they came through for us but uh this is a blues team off a loss that's had a ton of time to rest and recover uh they're getting a little bit healthier they're getting some guys back um and uh and i like the spot for st louis as a dog line move uh rest advantage and coming off a loss I Think you had a good effort out of st louis so give me st louis and then last one of the night i'm going colorado uh do I want to lay a minus 175 against the Vegas Golden Knights? No, I do not. But this one stinks to me. This one is really fishy. Number one, you know, the Knights are a really good team, yet this line opened Colorado minus 150 at home. So right off the bat, that thing, that's the oddsmakers are telling you something. Why is Colorado opening as such a favorite? And guess what? They're becoming more of a favorite. They went from minus 150 up to minus 170. Uh, you do have some guys banged up. You might miss Pacioretty in this game. You know, if he's out, I think that makes you like – Colorado abs even more. Uh, Petrangelo is out as well, but I've just seen a lot of money hit this uh, hit this Colorado team tonight. And again, minus one seventy against a good team is is definitely not that appetizing. But you do have this Colorado team playing well as of late. They lost in overtime the other night for us against Arizona, which was super annoying for me. Uh, but this is an abs team that you're usually laying minus two fifty on every night. Minus one seventy at home. Minus one seventy five with a really weird line here. Um, again, why is it so high if they're playing a really good team? This thing stinks. Uh, I have a bunch of systems here. um, Favored off a loss, 66%. Fave off a loss. um, Made the playoffs last year, 67%. Home faves minus 150 or more, 72%. So I'm taking Colorado on that one. Uh, They're getting healthier. uh, They're playing with a little house money, and you're getting a better number than usual here. So if you find a minus 170 Colorado, that's the play that I'm making. Uh, With that being said, um, Another day, another dollar, guys. A bit of a thirsty Thursday. I am so excited to get back in the arena tonight. So many sweats to get down on. I want to thank you, as always, for tuning in every single day, grinding. Uh, ups, downs, that's the name of the game in betting. You just got to uh, stay even-keeled and stick to the process and flat bet and uh, and, and bet, bet with your head, not your heart. Uh, and bet based on data, analytics, line movement, uh, system plays, everything. Um, again, that's, that's, that's really the goal here. But uh, it really does mean a lot to me that – um, you know, we put this pod out five days a week, Monday to Friday, and you guys tune in every day, and it means so much to me. So thank you. Uh, I did want to mention, if you uh, if you had a good night in the NHL, I know I was down with NBA and college there, um, but if you've enjoyed the Market Insights podcast, if, uh, if it's become a part of your day where you listen at lunch or on the way home from work or whatever, uh, and you enjoy sweating in the arena with me and you have taken a uh, sharp contrarian approach to sports betting, maybe it's changed the way you bet or the way you think, and you've been making smarter bets. You've been beating closing numbers. You picked up a couple tips and uh, you know tips and strategies along the way. Maybe you've uh, you know you never knew the twenty point rule in college hoops, and you've been doing pretty well at it. Whatever it may be, uh, if you want to let me know you appreciate the pod and the work I put in, there's one thing I ask of you: uh, go to Amazon.com, type in the Everything Guide to Sports Betting. That's my book. It's got everything I've learned in the industry uh, working here for uh, now over a decade, believe it or not. Um, but uh, yeah, if you want to pick up a copy to learn a little bit more to make me happy. Uh, or to give it to a friend who's in a newly legalized state or interested in just thinking differently. And again, if, if you're with if you're with the crowd, you're betting favorites, overs, home teams, you're parlaying everything. You're never going to make money in this business. Uh, you got to think differently. You got to be with the house. You got to be with the sharps. Um, you got to be against the public. You got to beat the closing number, and you got to just grind. You can't be you can't be throwing chairs and breaking windows if you lose a bet. It happens. Uh, we're in this for the long haul, and we are uh, we are investing. Every single day, just trying to get a 1%, 0.01% sharper each day. That is the key. Uh, but that being said, uh, whether I see you at the Borgata in Atlantic City, Twin River in Rhode Island, at the Brook in New Hampshire, Stadium Swim, the beautiful Stadium Swim, where I don't know if they're going to have a watch party tonight, but I'll be rooting for Colorado. So I'll, uh, I'll probably, uh, I'll, uh, I don't know, I'll upset people at the, at the watch party there at Circa, uh, or the good old South Point, where the true grinders get down, where the lowest juice is available, a lot of minus 105s there where the sharpest lines are set, where Billy Walters sends his number runners, wherever it may be, uh, you're going to walk up to me. You're not going to show me any NBA or college tickets because it was rough last night. Uh, You're going to show me a Jets ticket. Again, big favorites we get with Minnesota and Pittsburgh, but the Jets were nice. The Jets, um, I think I got the Jets minus 129, and that was a nice, nice hit late uh, 5-1 win there. And it's always nice when you hit a a hockey favorite, like anything minus 130 or less because you're getting close to a a full unit payout there, which is nice. But uh, show, flash me that, that jet ticket uh, first beers on me. Next one's on you. And then guess what? We're going to get some food. We're going to find some lazy boy chairs post up in front of the book. I'll have a note. I'll have a notebook and I'll have my, uh, my iPad and we'll be sweating games all night guys, but uh, have an excellent Thursday. Stay sharp, stay contrarian, bet against the public, place yourself in the side of the house. I'll do with the smart money, never against it. Will smart money win every time? No, but it's going to win a majority of the time and we're making hundred bets trying to win 55. So shop for the best line, have multiple outs, beat the closing number, and grind, grind, grind. That's the name of the game, guys. There's no uh, no silver bullet, no no shortcut here to winning sports betting uh, long term. It's, uh, it's just sticking to the model and being disciplined. Fearless but disciplined, as I like to say. But uh, good luck. I will see you at the window. And, uh, and have an excellent Thursday, guys, and a big pay the public Friday tomorrow. But good luck, and uh, I hope you catch your plays tonight.
0: and each day brings a new chance to collect daily bonuses. So join me in the fun. Sign up now at chumbacasino.com.
4: No purchase necessary. VTW. Void were prohibited by law. See terms and conditions 18 plus.
1: I'm John Seifer. And I'm Jerry O'Shea. We spent over 30 years in the CIA uncovering global conspiracies. Conspiracies aren't just a theory to us, which is why we started our podcast Mission Implausible. Everyone has questions about conspiracy theories, but with our background, we can actually answer those questions. Anyone can just start screaming about microchips and Jewish space lasers, but it's our mission to remove the bull and get down to what's real. Listen to Mission Implausible on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts.